Hello and welcome to the History of Fun, where we explore the hidden backstories behind the things we love to do, you love to do, I love to do, everyone loves to do. Uh, my name is Russ Frustick, and today I'm joined by the lovely Allegra Frank. Hello, oh, Allegra. Thanks. Hi. And the lovelier Chris Plant. Hello, Chris. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got it. Oh, oh. oh I'm sorry. Boy on the block. You're not sorry. No, I'm not sorry. You're right. Um, today we are. Uh, I don't know how you. Well, how things are down in Austin, Texas. I would imagine very balmy. A balmy 79 degrees, maybe in January. It's actually 69 today here. Wow. Nice. Uh, in, yeah, in New York, uh, it is very cold. It's been very cold. And um, I thought in honor of the cold, we would talk about sledding. The art of sledding. Um, sledding. I, sledding. I have very... Wait, wait, wait. sorry. But before, we, before we start, I don't want sure. to interrupt your flow. This is your, it's your episode. Yeah. But I, whoever's listening to this show, wherever they are right now, I want them to like just stop Take a deep breath in and then say, slutting out, <laughs> out loud. Because what a funny word. Chris, for whatever not- reason, is just so engrossed in the concept of sledding as a word. Not even the action. No. Just the word itself. Sledding. He doesn't need to get into the actual like thing. It, it sounds it's like what word. it is. It's it, fun. Like, it's smooth, but it has friction. You go <laughs> sledding. Okay, sorry. I, I really disrailed your wonderful episode. It's going great so far. Thank Let's you. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate it. Um, I wanted to ask you guys, because I personally have very fond sledding memories growing up in the wild countryside of the suburbs of New York uh, <laughs> would, you know, go to the various abandoned golf courses and school fields and mm-hmm. just like go flying downhills to the point where it did not seem safe for children to be doing this, and yet here we are. So, do you, are you guys as fond of sledding as I am? Uh, I also grew up in the wild, wild west of <laughs> upstate New York and <laughs> the northeast. The northeast, <laughs> and I never went sledding ever. <sighs> like I think my parents just kind of knew it was dangerous. But the closest I ever came was falling down my driveway several times when it was icy. So that kind of counts. So you're just walking. That's sort of like luge, I think, like on my back. No, sliding down. <laughs> bobsled. <laughs> Maybe bobsled. Yes, Chris. Chris Plant. Uh, you. Maybe did some sledding. We did in your- uh, a ton of sledding because I grew up like little house on the prairie. That's mm-hmm. that's where I'm from. I don't know if you know about the the winters of Laura Ingalls Wilder, but let me tell you, severe. Um, and we had uh, big. I don't know what they were dump tanks, like where you stored your dumps, or maybe your pre dumps, the clean water. Wait, where, what like, are you talking about? No, there was like all of the underwater sewage would be in a tank, a septic and tank. Then, yeah, like a giant tanks. Why are you calling them your pre dumps? dumps? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the water from the pre dump. It's like the water that will Oish, clean the dump. Geez. And then you, I'm just, it's what it is. Okay. In okay? science. Crass. Um, but they would be, they would be huge. But then they would cover them with like dirt and landfill. Okay. And then add grass on top of them, so it would just look like a giant hill in the middle of like the flat prairie. And then you'd go sledding down them. The poop hill. Uh, or the pre the pre the pre poop hill. Anyway, the point is, we would do that, and we had my buddy, him and his father were like, you know, people who are just prone to being injured, like they're just yes. constantly have a broken arm. That was both of them, and he <laughs> broke one of his arms. I think the same arm, two different 
uh, winters in a row. And he also took out his father because his dad would bring a camera. Because I feel like this is kind of a cliche of sledding. Is a parent tries to film it without realizing how that the objects and the camera are closer than they appear. (laughs) And the kid like takes them out. Yeah, about half of the America's Funniest Home Videos videos are that. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. (laughs) <laughs> so that didn't go so well but you were very safe you always uh watch where you were going correct yeah for sure we had laughs from coast to coast <laughs> thank you chris plant uh, let's talk about sledding the history of sledding where do when do you think and where do you think sledding first came to be i'm gonna guess like scandinavia or something cold okay like that. interesting I, what year do I, you think i'm gonna it seems like a recent thing to me like 1800s okay 1800s is a guess i'm gonna guess 19 like 1940s it's it's in like a rural mansion and a young boy uh he figured out sledding and then he dies and then he becomes a ghost okay so casper of casper (laughs) casper the movie i was thinking citizen kane real quick chris plant do you want to make a genuine guess of the origins of sledding i'm i i think that Allegro was right that it is somewhere in that Scandinavian region. I'm going to say Finland. Okay. And I'm going to say the 1600s. Okay, interesting. So the actual answer is that around the year 2000 BC. <laughs> so didn't see that one coming, Swerve. guys. Uh, sledding Swerve. was uh, known to be used by, you guys guessed it completely wrong the ancient egyptians used sledding uh they used sleds to transport large stone uh across big surfaces when they were building things like the pyramids and the sphinx they would put a sled Mm. on on a bunch of logs and move it along the logs but it was a sled Mm. what you don't think that's a sled okay no, that that's like being like, oh, when did uh, they invent this complex machine? And you're like, well, actually, the pulley was invented in 3000 BC. It's a sled. Like, I mean, yeah, it's a sled, but it's not like snow sledding. The sled, no, I'm sorry. The sled that the ancient Egyptians used is not that different from the sled you yeah, can go into buy in CVS using it at for CVS. The fun. That's well, like being like, when did skateboarding exist? And we're like, well, they had, they had, you know, beams with wheels underneath them and they transported things. So skateboarding existed 5,000 years ago. Exactly. It's like saying the car, like, is years old because people rode horses to they had wheels. I will say that there is no evidence of, of ancient Egyptians bombing down, uh, like, do- sand dunes, but it sure. could have happened. Or the side of a pyramid. That would be cool. Or the side of a pyramid. It could have happened. To, to address the uh, other guesses that you made about Scandinavia, Viking uh, ships were known to be found with sleds in them, uh, specifically one, the Osberg Viking Ship Excavation, which is dated around the year 800. Uh, they found a sled in there. So sleds have been used for a while. There's really, mm-hmm. you can't really track the fun sled introduction, um, but presumably like when there's some time off, the Vikings would be like, hey. I know we've been moving like, uh, I don't know, grain on these things for a while, but that hill's looking pretty tasty. <laughs> That's a tasty hill right there. Um, do you guys know where the word comes from? Oh, we would love to know, I think. Yeah. Okay, well, Plant loves the word, so I thought he would uh, maybe jump to it, but the word comes from the root of sled, which is... <laughs> oh, S- my gosh. Well, but it's spelled differently. No, no, it's- no. Well, I, I'm... 
Is this going to be the whole episode? Are you just going to be like... <laughs> it, it comes from the creation of letters. <laughs> no, no, no. Stop. There, there is... There was a root. There was a root, and it meant slide. Okay. And sled um, was spelled S-L-E-D-D-E. And that's the root. Okay. And it means to slide. So it... it alludes to the fact that that's how it was used by the Egyptians to move things around. They were sliding the sled across a surface and probably uh, so for fun So it was an Egyptian well. word? No, I mean, over time, Latin. That's a Latin root, specifically. Okay. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, when, you know, those Latins came around. <laughs> Which they sure, sure did. Um, but there is a difference between, I don't know if you guys have heard, so there's a sled... And there's a sledge. A sledge? Mm, yes. Sledge. Have you heard of these two terms? I have not heard sledge. Okay, so sled is what you typically think of when you think of sled. You sit on it. You move around on it. It's like a, like a conveyance. A sledge is something that's hauled. So technically what the Egyptians were using was a sledge, not so much a sled, mm. but very similar. It really just uh. is a question of what, Chris Plant? God damn it. <laughs> What? You what do you want to say? They weren't using sleds. They were using sledge. Sledge. Well, sledges would be the plural of sledge. <laughs> it's not just sledge. But yes, technically they were using sledges. <laughs> do we know when people start like actually discovered the sled? Yeah, the early, again, I think the earliest that it goes back to, people found a snow sled from the year 800. Oh, so that was Vikings. for travel. For travel, yes. Okay. Um Yes, so th that's one of the earliest that they've found. But again, mm -hmm. presumably, it w it wouldn't be that hard to assume. It's not technically involved to be like, hey, let's make this flat thing and push it down this thing, and we go on it, and it's like a ride, right? <laughs> it's not that involved. Like ancient, the ancient world could have figured that out. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> they weren't so busy just trying to stay alive. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very dangerous time. Um, okay, we're talking about sleds specifically. There are a ton, a ton of kinds of sleds. Lots of sleds. Um, you might have heard of a toboggan. Mm -hmm. That's yes. that is a kind of sled. Uh, the toboggan, um, for those that are not aware, so when you walk into a CVS and they have those like uh, long, they're like red plastic or blue plastic, like flat on the bottom, cheapo sleds. Mm -hmm. That's a toboggan. No rails, ra curved on the front. You know, you're right on it. Like That's... they look like big trash can lids or something. No. Oh, is that a different kind? That is a different kind, oh, Allegra. Oh, okay. I won't get there. That's, <laughs> that is a saucer. A saucer? The saucer was made famous in the classic film, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, <laughs> wherein Clark Griswold used his Pam spray on the bottom of it and zipped down the hill like a lightning bolt. <laughs> So that those are saucer, saucers. Those are the round ones. Plant, do you remember what you used? Probably toboggan. What we we used the yeah the cheap plastic without with nothing underneath it. They okay. were like long, a rectangle yeah. of plastic. Yeah, yeah, right. So that's a toboggan. Um, there was also the flexible flyer. Oh, so this was like a 1940s era. This is what people think of when they think of like rosebud the sled. Mm -hmm. This is with the wooden mm. slats and the rails and the thing that looks like it could impale you if things went really south. So that's like the classic sled. There's a luge, which I believe you mentioned. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the one where you ride it on your back. Yes. It is an Olympic <laughs> sport, a Winter Olympics. Uh, bobsled, of course, we're all familiar with that. The skeleton, do you know about the skeleton? Do you guys know? 
Isn't that well, similar Skeleton to a is luge? a sport. It is yeah. also a sport. Yeah. But it's a named after the v- the conveyance. In skeleton, you lay backwards on, right? So no, that's the luge. So the luge, you lay oh, on your back. Oh, the skeleton, forward. you lay on your tummy. Yeah. Oh, and you right. go face down yeah. in the most terrifying way possible. Yes. Can you oh. imagine? Uh, that is a sport that I don't think I would ever Ugh. like. There's no surviving something going wrong in skeleton, yeah, right? Like just snapping your neck or something, or just That's like why they bashing call it the skeleton. Because <laughs> it's what well, it right. Yeah, you're sliding right into your grave. <laughs> uh, there's also a snow tube, which is one of my favorites. If you guys, oh, you haven't done any of this. Mm-hmm. Plant snow tube. Have you ever done it? What's that? Where you just like cover yourself it's, in grease? The, no, no, that's the giant <laughs> inner tube. Oh yeah, yeah, it's like what you would take on a lake. Yeah, but you but you go down a hill, obviously. Uh, the kick sled, which is very popular in Scandinavia, that's like a weird chair, and then you're standing behind that. So uh, oh. kind of similar to like what you would see with like a dog sled, mm-hmm. where someone's standing and like, but there's a chair in front of that person, and oh. then what? I have a question. Maybe this is, is about Balto. No, but it, good, good, good guess. <laughs> we, I, I forgot that I had this sled in my later, my later teenage okay, years. Okay, later sledding years. So you could sit on it. It was kind of like a speed bike in uh, Return of the Jedi. You like sat down. You could okay. hold onto two rails, but underneath you, it was one giant plastic blade. What? So imagine like a motorcycle with no wheels. Oh. And it's all made of plastic. So it's just one single blade and then you zip down. Almost like How you're do on you a not bike. fall over? D- have you been on a bike? <laughs> yeah, but like how do uh, I guess, but like bikes you like can adjust the speed to keep from falling over. Yeah, also, but you're you not just, just get zipping. Yeah, I guess it would be pretty fast. Wait, but are yeah, you still no, going are you, like Are you downward? up off the ground? You're sitting, yeah, you're sitting. It's just a bike with no wheels and a big plastic blade. And they just push you down a slope. Or you, like, kind of, like, scoot your boot until you start moving, and then you're like, okay, I'm moving. It just seems like it would tip, right? Yeah. It doesn't seem very... You go. You go straight. The only problem is, I just remember this, too, because it is, like, all builds to a plastic point. When you hit people with it, it hurts real bad. Why are you hitting people with it? Because you're a mean child. <laughs> I feel like all sleds would hurt real bad if you hit someone with yeah, it. I guess true. this would hurt that's more. True. But that sounds very unfortunate. It actually kind of sounds like, I'm going to try to do the pronunciation of this, Heholua, which is Hawaiian lava sledding. Lava. Ooh. So the Hawaiians had a practice uh, when they were worshiping the goddess Pele, who's the goddess of volcanoes and lava. Um, to honor the goddess, they would build these sleds um, that were kind of like, they kind of look like skinny canoes that you stand or sit on, but like very narrow, made of wood. And they would cruise down newly um, uh, newly formed lava-like fields, essentially, because it's a very steep, mm-hmm. flat slope. So you would just like bomb down it super fast. Uh, it was monumentally dangerous so much so that in the 1820s when uh um uh settler uh, not settlers obviously was already settled but when like missionaries and westerners came to hawaii they were like this can no longer go on and they basically shut it down like they were not allowing this anymore typical westerners man i i have i have a story about when i went on my honeymoon 
in uh, Italy and Sicily, my wife and I went to Mount Etna, mm-hmm. and we had like found this dude who had just quit working for the World Wildlife Fund. And he was like, yeah, I'm just trying to fill my time, but I like still have access to this mountain. So like, I'll give you a tour if you want. And he took up us to the up. mountain. Yeah, he took us up. Well, not mountains, a volcano. Sure. Um, Pretty well known. Been active, I feel like this like, one dude is not the only guy that has access to Mount Etna. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, because he was WWF, not the wrestling thing. He, People's he elbow. could kind of like zip past all the, like the blocked off roads. Or maybe he was just doing it when he shouldn't have. I don't know. Yeah. The point is, he took us up Mount Etna, and then um, there was uh, one face of the volcano that was covered in fresh ash yeah and we sled down it on our shoes so you could like we literally ah! sled all the way down the mountain on our like butts and shoes on the volcano ash. you did that with your bad back chris plant i did my shoes That's are ruined seems unwise oh but also really dangerous yeah um i don't know what that's called that's sluice as uh, snow is uh, slew shedding <laughs> <laughs> shoe sledding okay wait i have a question about the lava thing okay. did people like get burned alive no so the lava i i, I when i initially heard about it okay. i was picturing like liquid lava yeah and there might be some like myths about people doing that but th- but it was mostly like when the lot lava had already solidified so it might have been still like a little warm oh, okay. but it wasn't like you're just gonna fall into a lava pool <laughs> that would be fun <laughs> but the, the volcanoes as you may know in hawaii are quite large and these fields are just like it's just like a drop a dead drop mm-hmm. of solid rock that just forms because it's so smooth so you can imagine how quick they went and and why those those lame missionaries were like nah i don't think you should do that anymore <laughs> but it has come back uh there are people in hawaii that that do it still uh not to that level of danger uh generally they just do it on grass oh but um mm. they do make the make the sleds and everything and it's like a nice like cultural uh thing that has come back which is really great um, what would you say is the most famous sled? Uh, Rosebud. That's a big one. Mm, Rosebud. <laughs> Wouldn't you say that Santa's sled is the most famous? He's a sleigh. That oh, is yes, a, a type sleigh. of sled. Ah, the sleigh is a type Santa's of sled. Santa's sledge. Because think about it. If you think of like a normal like sled, all it is is rails and then you got uh-huh. the seat there. And that's what Santa has. Mm-hmm. It's just being drawn. And that's the difference between a sleigh and a sled is it's being drawn mm. by animals. What plant? You take issue with that not being a sled? Are we is that so broad of a definition? I of, no, you 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 have brought the history of a simple machine to this podcast. <laughs> no, all of these all of these things <laughs> use the same conveyance, which is gravity and a smooth bottom to be pushed along a surface. <laughs> history of smooth bottom gravity <laughs> machines. Saying a smooth bottom. Well, here's what I want to say. If we just did one stupid kind of sled, it would not be enough of an episode. Do we need to get water for our wonderful producer? Because I think you might be joking. Pedro is dying. <laughs> uh, the, this, like, the, we, we wouldn't have enough material for just one sledding thing. Mm, sure, sure, that's true. And trust me when I say we wouldn't be able to talk about Santa. And I'm going to talk about Santa for a little bit. Because Santa's sleigh is a uh-huh. relatively new concept. Ah. Oh. Um, originally, for many, many years, um, Santa was considered to be uh, someone that rode around on a horse. 
this is based on uh, Sinterklaas, who's a Dutch uh, guy, uh, the Santa representation, and he was just riding around on a horse, on a white horse. What? I know I'm not I, a Santa expert. I wasn't Santa. raised with Santa, but Big I've Santa done a lot of research. On a horse, riding around the world. Yeah. Delivering presents. No, no, no. Not Santa. Sinterklaas. Yeah, Sinterklaas was the Dutch Santa Claus. His smooth bottom. Um, so he would ride around on a horse. I guess it was deemed not super viable for American audiences because in 1821, a pamphlet was written. This pamphlet was called The New Year's Present. Um, and oh. in that pamphlet, it was a 16-page pamphlet all about like nice holiday feelings and stuff like that. And in that, an anonymous author wrote the following phrase. It's actually the first mention of Santa being in a sled. Sleigh. <laughs> Old Santa Claus, which is spelled as one word with an E in the middle of it. Uh. Uh, with much delight, his reindeer drives this frosty night important or chimney tops and tracks of snow to bring his yearly gifts to you. Doesn't really rhyme, but what? whatever. <laughs> so th this is the first mention of Santa with reindeer, the fact that he flies, and the fact that um, he's being driven by the reindeer on some sort of conveyance. Um, the publisher of the book was later interviewed and was told that um, the author, who, again, still remains anonymous to this day, Heard the story of um, Santa Claus. They uh, so uh, full disclosure. This is eighteen twenty one. So so he said he heard it from his Indian mother. I believe that's uh, derived from probably Inuit. If I had to guess, <laughs> um, this is all a lot of guessing of like culture. But the Inuit mother basically said um, that uh, these reindeer were like known as like very powerful creatures and. They also were known to have flown, and that's where he got the idea that Santa was driven by these super powerful creatures in this device, in this conveyance. Um, also, little side note, um, Donner and Blitzen. Do you guys know mm -hmm. Donner and Blitzen? Mm -hmm. The names Donner, of- Donner, party of five. Probably the second and third most well-known, thank you, plant, second and third most well-known reindeer were mm -hmm. originally called- Dunder and Blitzum. <laughs> Dunder. Blixum, I should say. Dunder and Blixum, which is hilarious until you know the translation, which is thunder and lightning in Dutch, oh, which is just super cool. Oh. Dunder. <laughs> um, I was just thinking okay. how good a cop show uh, Blitzum and Smooth Booty would be. <laughs> Where'd you get Smooth Booty from? Santa. Santa oh. Smooth Booty. <laughs> Uh, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about some speed records with sleds. Okay, Santa wins. In, just, <laughs> in, in 2010, Rolf Aldi, uh sorry, this is like a not my native language. Alerdison, Alerdison, oh. um, sled down Austria's Pitzel Glacier at a rec record-breaking speed of. I'm gonna say mm. 13 seconds. No, we're talking miles per hour. <laughs> miles per hour. <laughs> 13 seconds. Like you a... don't even know how big the glacier is. <laughs> um, I'm going to say, ooh, okay. I'm going to say 200 miles per hour. Plant? 200. Do you know how fast the average car is? I don't care. This is a sled. <laughs> I'm going to say like 
35 miles per hour. That seems very fast. Okay. According to Popular Mechanics, the uh, top speed was 62.25 miles per hour. I was kind of you were, closer. Plant was much closer. <laughs> Your ridiculous speed. Okay. Aim high. So, so that was with a traditional sled. Um, now we get to the fun part. The rocket sled. So rocket sleds, in case you're not aware, are basically sleds, but with a giant rocket booster on the back of them. Um, a rocket sled is known um, as uh, for being the fastest on land vehicle. What is the fastest speed that a rocket sled has gone? I'll give you uh, a little, uh, a few clues. This happened in 2003 with a four stage rocket. Um, that's all I have to tell you. Wow, 2003, what a helpful hint. <laughs> and I said no, four-stage no, no, rocket. I'm, I'm picturing this is on land. Yeah, and keep in mind, again, the, the fastest um, with uh, a guy on a sled was 62.25 miles per hour. So this is with a rocket sled unmanned. You should know that, too. Okay. Mm. My guess? Mm. Uh, 620 miles per hour. Oh, that seems crazy. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm going to say 350 miles per hour. Okay. The answer is 6,460 miles per hour. What? The rocket sled went Mach (laughs) 8.5. There's a video of it on YouTube. It is outrageous. (laughs) God, that's so scary. Uh, It was unmanned, obviously. Any human being would be turned to liquid soup. (laughs) Um, But uh, very cool. Um, okay, so I, I know Plant was talking about his ridiculous, um, quasi-sled that he rode around like a bicycle. Um, you can get a more baller sled if you want. Uh, there's a company called Snowlo Stealth X. They sell a sled for 250 uh, I'm sorry, $2,500, um, and it's capable of reaching speeds up to 40 miles per hour, just for humans. Like, you don't need to be, like, a, a record breaker. Uh, they they fused the abilities of a snowboard with the abilities of a sled to make a super sled, but you have to spend two grand on it. I think I've <laughs> seen this. There is a commercial uh, also oh. on YouTube. You can watch the commercial. the The tagline for uh, the Snowlo Stealth X is "Ride cruisy and relaxed." <laughs> is this basically? It's like a bike, but. It- on a snowboard? It looks more like uh, a jet ski, to be honest. Huh. A Which j- is not a sled. How big is it? It's large. It's big. I mean, you you sit on it almost like a bike. You straddle it. Mm. Okay. But it, it cruises. Yeah, you don't lie down. Yeah. Are you going to drop some money on it? No. <laughs> no? <laughs> I live in Texas. Yeah, yeah, where do you have to live and what kind of person do you have to be for that to be like a worthwhile That seems investment? like a veil thing. Like people that yeah. live in veil. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, sledding is not quite right for me. I need super sledding <laughs> <laughs> as I drink this mimosa. They're sledding on their super sleds <laughs> with their mimosas in one hand. Um, the, I would say uh, Rosebud, obviously known as the most famous movie sled. The second most famous movie sled, I would say, is the bobsled from the movie Cool uh, Runnings. Cool Runnings, absolutely. Uh, obviously, based on the true story of the Jamaican bobsled team um, that um, performed, um, well, they didn't win, but 
Uh, they did perform in the Olympics. I believe it was uh, in the... that loser Jamaican <laughs> bobsled. Spy dry. Oh yeah, that was the the competitive. Uh, what and was it? The German yeah. team. Mm, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so in the in the movie, there's like this very epic scene where basically uh, at the end, like it's the very last race, and they crash. It's very sad, and then they all get up. And they lift the sled up on their shoulders and they heroically walk to the finish line and everyone applauds. And it's like this amazing, amazing moment. In reality, the, uh, no. the crash happened. What? You're going to ruin the magic. Yeah. I so- want it to be John ruined. <laughs> In reality, the crash happened the, on the second to last race. And um, the crash was legit. Like they were going 130 mi- uh, kilometers per hour, about 80 miles per hour. And their helmets scraped against the wall for 600 meters. So, like, it was a legit crash. So they got out. Um, they didn't carry the bobsled like they do. They they kind of, like, pushed it and followed al- along the track. Oh. And contrary to the uproarious applause that was in the movie, uh, the applause was described as sporadic. <laughs> <laughs> sporadic! <laughs> So not quite the uh, heroic finish uh, in reality, but the, but the Jamaican bobsledders did say that the sporadic applause definitely pushed them through and made them feel good about themselves. I honestly feel like no sound at all might be better than sporadic <laughs> applause. The tepid applause. Um, and uh, yeah, that's, that, that is uh, a top line look at, at sledding. I have a big question. Okay. Mm-hmm. I did a rod. Oh, yeah. Okay, so the Iditarod is a race that happens in Alaska. Mm-hmm. Um, it recreates the original um, path that people took, uh, I believe it was from Anchorage to Nome, I want to say, um, to get a serum for diphtheria. I don't have these written in my notes, so I'm just going off memory. Mm-hmm. Um, and the original, um, the original uh, event where they were trying to rescue these people from this disease to get the serum there featured a dog named Balto, who hey. in the 1995 mo- uh, movie Balto uh, pushed through the snow despite being kind of a scruffy little guy that no one really trusted? It was it was kind of a uh, Rudolph situation. He pushed through the snow. He pushed through the snow. He pushed through the snow and managed to get to the town. So that's uh, the route that they take now. Um, the original I did a rod, which was in the 70s. Um, it took. I think the winner, uh, off of memory, was around 34 days to finish the race. Uh, the fastest finisher, which I believe was in 2000, um, 2016, finished it in eight days. Uh-huh. So people are really getting the hang of this idea, Rod. Yeah. But it is a brutal, brutal thing, and I have no interest in ever doing it. Mm-mm. Allegra, you're going to sign up next year. It's going to be like a really good article that you're going to write for Polygon. I would love to, especially because those dogs are so cute. They are super cute. Yeah. I, I When I was a young l- little cherub, I was about 10 years old, I visited Alaska with my oh. grandparents, and we met some sled dogs, and they were spectacular. Oh. And they don't mind sleeping outside. They like it. Oh, they all bundle up in a big furry pile. It's great. So cute. Um, yeah. Any any closing thoughts on sledding, Chris Plant? Do you have any judgmental thoughts to say about my selection mm. of sledding? <laughs> sledding no. slash sledging slash slaying. I, I've enjoyed it. If only because it got me to say sledding. <laughs> uh, I do want to give uh, special props to... I don't want to say the URL because it's goofy, but I'm going to say it anyway. Airhead.com's History of Sledding, 
Well done. Uh, the popular mechanics article that I mentioned, um, the Wikipedia entry for uh, the Cool Runnings film. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that, that's that's pretty much sledding. Um, thank you both. And thanks to you uh, at home for listening to another episode of the History of Fun. As always, we really appreciate all the support you guys have given us uh, with reviews on iTunes and sharing it with your friends. I'm sorry, Apple Podcasts. I'm supposed to say Apple Podcasts. Reviews on Apple Podcasts, sharing it with your friends, uh, spreading the word around about the podcast. Uh, We love to see it, and uh, we love all the support, and we love doing the show. So we will keep doing it just for you guys. Uh, Thank you again, Allegra and Chris, and thank you, and good night.